Hi, friend. Welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am your host, Misty Phillip, and I am continuing my series from the Young Women's Leadership Conference. As an entrepreneur and business influencer, I understand the importance of being informed and prepared. In this episode of By His Grace, I had the privilege of hosting the renowned Dr. Stella Emanuel, who shares crucial insights on living with eternity in mind and navigating uncertain times. We discuss the spiritual battle we're facing and the need for personal and physical preparedness, coupled with discerning the times we are living in. Dr. Stella is calling upon the church to wake up to be rooted in the word of God, and to prioritize a relationship with Jesus. And I can't think of anything more important right now than our relationship with Jesus. Together, we explore the challenges that Christians are facing today, such as compromise within the church, distractions, and the decline of the moral state of the church. But friends, there is hope. When Jesus is there, there is always hope. We dive deep into the need for revival, repentance, and prayer, seeking God's mercy and being spiritually alert, embracing the truth before Jesus returns. Get ready to be inspired, to be challenged, and equipped for the times we're living in. Let's rise up and walk in God's grace together. I encourage you to take the information that is in this episode, dive into the show notes, look at the links, get into the word of God for yourself, and pray and ask God what you should take away from this episode. Now, I want to put out a little disclaimer here. This podcast contains material for entertainment and informational purposes only, and it is not medical advice. Please consult your own doctor about medical issues. And as always, if you have found this episode to be helpful, please leave us a review or reach out to me on social media. Tell me what you think of the episode. If you agree, if you disagree, I want to hear from you. You are the reason that I'm here every week creating content. So I hope that this inspires you. Please welcome Dr. Stella to By His Grace. Welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am your host, Misty Phillip. We are recording live at the Young Women's Leadership Summit, and I have Dr. Stella Emanuel with me. So I just sat down and met this lovely woman, but you may recognize her from standing on the Supreme Court steps saying that COVID does have a cure. So let's start there with your story. Can you tell me what led you to that moment? Yeah, um, I'm a physician and I'm also a minister of the gospel. I live in Houston. And um, when uh, COVID came through, uh, we started taking care of patients. I, I went to medical school in Africa, in Nigeria. I'm from Cameroon originally. We started taking care of patients and we found out that hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin works. And people didn't need to die. So we started speaking and the more we spoke about it, we got attacked. Because something was going on and they didn't want people to know. And then Simon Go put together this pro conference in Washington, D.C. in July of 2020. And uh, we went out there. It was, a, it was like a training conference for like two days, you know. But during that time, we had a, a, a moment on the steps of the Supreme Court. That day, God decided to use my voice to break the fear and the panic that had been all over the world. Mm. And it's very interesting because when I, 
around May of 2020, I knew that what we're dealing with was not uh, science. It was the devil packaged like science. Yes. The first week of the pandemic, the Lord told me mm -hmm. that it was a battle of faith over fear. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know all the things that I know now, mm -hmm. but I knew that it was, it was a battle. It was a spiritual battle as much as it was a battle of control. Yes. So uh, when I realized it wasn't science, because there's no science to mask, there's no science to having a medicine that works and telling doctors that it works and then they just attack you. Uh, there's no science to the lockdowns. There's no science to anything that they did. It was just like I, I tell people, I say I drop, COVID was a Trojan horse for the job and the job is a Trojan horse for transhumanism. Yes. And um, just we, we can go into the book of Daniel and Revelation and Matthew and see what's going on where and the end times now. So by May of 2020, I knew that this is not science and um. And this was demonic. So I was ready to really go out and speak about it. And so when I was going to DC, I called my family and I sat them down. I said, I'm going to DC and I'm going to speak up and I'm going to tell the truth. I might not make it back. And if I perish, I perish. So I would ask that Esther moment. And whenever you get to the I perish, I perish. Somehow God uses you and you don't perish. So when I got to DC, I was just walking over through the mic and the doctors were there and I was, you know, high spirits telling them, y'all, stop all this white coat thing. You can't keep coming into a trench fight, into a trenches to fight a trench fight with a white coat. You need to take off the white coat and fight like you're in the trenches. So that was where I was. So I walked up to the mic, Daddy, and I went off. I asked for Anthony Fauci to give his urine sample. I spoke about, oh, I said, you know, uh, COVID has treatment and nobody needs to die. And Oh my God, I didn't know that God was ready to take my voice and just blow it all over the world. So it went all over the nations. That video had like, uh, we know, 20, within like three, four hours, it had about 20 million views. And then they came after me, CNN, everybody, they attacked me. Of course they did. And then we sat down and we started telehealth services and we've taken care of over 150,000 people. We took care of people. We gave them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin. And uh, we were able to keep many people out of the hospitals and alive. And, um, and, and let me just ask you this, because mm -hmm. as a physician, and tell me if I'm, I'm right here, but isn't hydrochloroquine, ivermectin, an antiviral medicine that is used a lot in Africa? Mm -hmm. to, for right? So you had already had experience oh, with yeah. that, I right? Grew, we grew up taking chloroquine, um, mefloquine, and camoquine. We grew up taking it Sunday, Sunday medicine for malaria. Right. If you notice, uh, uh, COVID did not really hit Africa. Right, especially sub-Saharan Africa, West Africa, where malaria is endemic. Mm -hmm. Because there, things like avomectin, hydroxychloroquine, they are all over the counter. Right. So when you get a fever, you just go over the counter, you buy these medicines, you take it. And that is why COVID did not really take root in those countries, you know, because if they had a fever, the first thing they would do, they would treat for malaria. And when they treat for malaria, it knocked out the COVID. Even when this stuff came out from Wuhan and was going all over the world, it, it seeded into Lagos. You, you cannot social distance in the slums of Ajegunde or Lagos Island. Right. But it seeded into Lagos. But of course, when they left Wuhan going to sub-Saharan Africa, they were required to take anti-malarias to prevent malaria. And that knocked out the COVID. You know? so, and these things, there's so much science. There's, we've, we have over two, 300 articles that show that these medicines work. But these demons, they will not, till today, the CDC and the, the FDA, they are, till today, people are still dying in the hospitals of COVID. Mm -hmm. And why? Because they refuse to give medicine that is easy, accessible, and harmless. Inexpensive? Inexpensive yes. relative to the millions that people pay. So 
Till today, if you go to the hospitals, the protocol for COVID is still give them remdesivir and um, you mm. know intubate them and kill them off. They are still killing people by the thousands on a daily basis in this country. It's not as huge as before, but America should not forget. And my 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 uh, mantra to people is that be prepared. You know, I tell people if you go on our website, drstellamd.com. You can get hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in any state. Don't wait till you get sick. People call me to come and get them out of the hospital. People call me and, you know, they were like panicking when they're already in the hospital. If you're in the hospital, we can help you. But there are many doctors right now that are not scared to prescribe medicine for the people. So I tell people to be prepared. I do believe that the battle has gone past COVID right now. People are still looking at COVID. People are still worried. People are people have gone past COVID and people are looking at the jab. And a lot of people that took the jab, they are having a lot of problems. And um, the death and destruction has been released in the world already. So that's why I think the best place, the safest place for any human being on this earth to be right now is to be in Christ. Amen. Because if you give your life to Christ, if you're among the millions that get taken out, you get to go home. If yes. you read in Revelation 6, by Revelation 9 half the population of the world is going to die. Yes. And that death has been released already. If you read in Revelation 6, in verse 1 and 2, the Bible talks about uh, the first seal that is open and a conqueror is released. And the conqueror is given two things. One is a bow, which is like a poisonous dart, and a crown mm -hmm. to conquer and to go forth conquering and to conquer. Mm -hmm. And do you know what a crown, corona is? Corona is a crown. Mm. So the Bible actually says that the devil was going to be given a crown, which is corona and the jab, to go forth and conquer the whole world. And most people in the church are not aware of this biblical truth that is coming together with science. Like I do a show on Brighton called Bible Science and Current Events, where we can bring the scriptures and bring the Bible, we can bring the scriptures and bring current events and just put them together for the church to wake up. Most of the patriots that are fighting this battle, they are waking up to the evil and they are, tr they are waking up to, okay, God wins. But they are not actually waking up to giving their life to Christ. They are mixing up with a lot of new age craziness and the church is not there to disciple them. God, the church is zoomed in our little and our, our whitewashed sepulchers, catching our breakthrough and going to our next level. That is the sad part of the battle that I see because I speak in both worlds. I go to the church world and I try to get them to realize that this is the battle we face. Humanity is right now, in, there's an existential threat for humanity right now. And um, the system as we are right now would not survive if we don't, if God does not show humanity mercy. Right. And for God to show humanity mercy, it has to be a, a Nineveh cry. You know how when Jonah went to Nineveh and proclaimed that 40 days Nineveh will be destroyed? The Ninevites, they, they cried, they got off there, they went into sackcloth and ashes and they wept and they mourned and they cried and God showed them mercy. If our world does not get to the place of sackcloth and ashes and crying out to God, our world as we see it is not going to survive. Which is okay, because the word of God says that if we see all these things happen, we should rejoice. Our redemption draws nigh. But between now and when the Lord comes to take out the church before he destroys these demons, 
there's going to be a lot of persecution. There's going to be a lot of pain. You know, the Bible says in the book of Matthew 24 that there will be this. The 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 these are going to be like um. There's going to be wars, rumors of wars. There's going to be pestilences. There's going to be earthquakes and and those. That's the beginning of the tremors. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So beginning of the birth pains. And yes, for a woman who's given pains, birth, yes. mm -hmm. I know when it starts to come, mm -hmm. then it comes really really fast, right? Yes. So we we the church does not is not aware of that that we're in a situation that um people are going to have to be persecuted. So my message to the church is wake up, read the Bible, know the times that we're in, and uh, be ready, stock up food, water, medicines, whatever you need, because when things get crazy, as we're speaking, July 1, the um, Fed Now, which is the, you know about Fed Now? That is that is with the World the Health CBDC, Organization? Yes. Uh -huh. The, World, the World, Economic, World Economic Forum. Fed Now is a digital system. They want to digitalize everything. So right now they are putting this digital system, the one uh, CBDC, central bank digital currency, that is, we're not, all our money is going to be centralized. And if you look at Bill Gates, has, you can Google it, it has something called the quantum dot tattoo mm -hmm. that can put your money, your... All of your biometric information. Under your skin, yes. Yes. So it's launching in Ju July 1. And the money is going to be called the quant. And it's going to be a tiny little thing and it's going to go under your skin. People are not aware of the fact that we're fast approaching Revelation 13 where the, you're not going to be able to buy or sell without right. taking the mark. That's right. So people need to wake up and realize that we are in very perilous times and be prepared. It's not time to be afraid. It's time to be prepared. Why is so important for the church to wake up? It's so that, number one, we change our focus from preaching breakthrough and next level to preaching about eternity. Right. Well, I just recently went to a conference and they were all talking about how Christians need to make money and then they can have kingdom impact. Mm -hmm. And my friend looked at me and she said, none of this will matter yes, when you cannot buy or sell. Mm -hmm. and, and it's coming. Soon. And, and it's coming. It is coming. Mm -hmm. So the church need to wake up like for one so that people can, they can start preaching, your, catch your break to go to your next level and start preaching eternity. So that number two. Church folks need to clean their lives. There are a lot of people in the church that are living in sin and iniquity and no unclean thing will enter heaven. There are people that are call themselves Christians that have boyfriends, girlfriends, drinking, smoking, drugs and everything. And they call themselves Christians. For you to be a child of God, the Bible says in the book of John chapter, John, 3 John 5.18 that he that is born of God does not sin deliberately. So sin and iniquity has taken over the church. And so many Christians are living in sin and iniquity. And if you're still living in sin and iniquity, you're technically a child of the devil. Mm. And you're not going to make it. So people need to know the times that we're in so that Christians can clean their lives up and start living with eternity in mind. And then they can also be prepared, stock up food, stock up water, stock up uh, medication, stock up, um, you know, charcoal, grill, whatever they need to stock up. Because when times really get crazy, unbelievers are going to come running to you because you know the seasons. And you're going to give them food and they're going to give them Jesus. But what if the church doesn't know? The right. church are going to be running helter-skelter. How many people are going to allow their four-year-old to die of hunger? Some people will take the mark just to feed their family. That's right. You I mean, we saw so people we need to be prepared. taking the vaccination just for convenience, mm -hmm. just so they mm -hmm. could fly or have their family vacation. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you're right. And I think that was all in preparation for what we're going what to coming. experience yes. next. Yes. So it's, it's so important. Like, like I said, uh, our mantra, if you go on my website, Dr. you can go to my website, drstellamd.com. That is what we do. We teach, be spiritually prepared, be physically prepared, be 
just be prepared, you know. Even for those that have taken the job, we have prayers. The Bible says in Titus 3 verse 5, that salvation is by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. So if you've taken the job, repent. Go back to God and say, Lord, I was deceived. I didn't trust you for my health. I didn't trust you to provide for me. I listened to my pastor that has been captured by the World Economic Forum and I went and took this job. But the same way God regenerated us from the Adamic nature, he can regenerate us from this job if you repent. When you repent, you pray and ask for the blood of Jesus to flush this out of your system. We've seen miracles. We've seen paralyzed people get released. People that had heart problems get healed when they genuinely repent and they cry out to God and God regenerates them. You understand what I'm saying? I don't believe, some people are saying that the vaccine is a mark. I don't believe the vaccine is a mark because you can still buy and sell without it. Mm-hmm. You know I think saying? it was but preparation. It's, it's, it's a preparation. Yes. You know what I'm saying? If you listen to Yuval Harare Noah, he said COVID was a time when people accepted surveillance and accepted surveillance to go under the skin. So it is, uh, it's, it is like a precursor of what they're going to give you. And if you don't clean that stuff out of your system, you will take the map because they'll just program you and you think it's cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm So that is why it is important for, you know, the church got captured many, many, you know, in 2021, 2020, we were screaming from the rooftop that pastors are being bribed. They are giving money. They locked down churches. And when they locked down churches, Christians stopped paying tithes and offerings. So mm-hmm. most churches could not pay their bills. So when the government came and told them, here, take $50,000, open your church to a vaccine center, many pastors that did not hear from God, they became wolves. And they opened the church and they became a... The church got corrupted from the leaders. Mm-hmm. We were telling, I did a video in 2020, I think July, August, and I said that, guys, wake up. If your pastor has turned your church, they are bribing, they are giving money to pastors. Do you know what I'm saying? They even have this uh, legislation they were passing in, in the Congress, HR 666. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be for contact tracing and getting the community involved in, in you know, contact tracing testing and vaccines, you know something. And part of it was to give money to churches and other things. And it happened. And churches fell for it. Because a lot of our pastors they have gone away from the true gospel and they are preaching this gospel of benefits. So when the benefits are not there, they become desperate. So we need to get back to the Lord. We need to get back to a time of revival, a time of crying out to God and say, God, there's something desperately wrong in our generation. You and I were here. God created us here at this time. We were not born in 2080. We're not born 2,000 years ago. We're born at this time and given custody of our world. How could you and I and every Christian out there allow the devil on our watch to take over our world? Amen. It's just crazy. So um, I keep, it, you know, it, it, it hurts me because sometimes I cry I say Lord how can our generation be this afflicted and we don't find our way to the mercy seat well you know they're distracted they're deceived Mm -hmm. they're the enemy has done a a really good job of capturing the hearts and minds minds, of people and but I don't see how you can read your bible and read the headlines and not understand where we are in the world. But many, peop- many, many people are asleep. So you see my face? How many Christians read the Bible? The Bible says in the book of John chapter 1, In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh. If you are a Christian and you go two, three, four days, you don't read the Bible, you're not interested in the Bible, or you read the Bible and you fall asleep, or you read the Bible and you can't retain it, which is what is happening to a lot of people in the church, then the truth about it is that you don't have God because the Word of God is God. 
So when we've allowed all these other gods to come into our lives, media, our phones, and all the junk that they have used in our minds and all that stuff, when we've allowed all that stuff, you can't worship two gods. It's hard for the God of the Bible to come in. So many Christians right now do not have the desire for God. They can't read the Bible. They don't understand it. They go to churches and they entertain people in the churches. Our churches have become entertainment centers, you know. You know, you have all this music with flashy lights hypnotizing the people and smoke the smoke is supposed to be the glory of God and then they just blow fake smoke and then they have this nightclub scenario. So the people in the church cannot be transformed because what their spirit and their soul pick up is a nightclub. Yes. So people sit in church and for years and years and years and they can't break away from sin and, and iniquity or worldliness. So you see Christians and you see them walk around and they just, there's no difference between a child of God and a child of the world. We are in very perilous times and it's sad. It saddens my soul but that is why we're praying. Right, we have a ranch in Texas. We do revival programs. People can come there once a month. We do this three, four day revival. People can come there and stay for free. You know, we have we can accommodate like a hundred plus people. People just come there so that they can get revived, get prayed up. You know, and you know what I'm saying? It's that's sister, beautiful. When you're when you're called, I wrote a book called "Let America Live." When the Lord started showing me this craziness way back in 2021, uh, 2011. Sorry, in 2011. When you're called and God exposes this battle to you, there's such a burden on you. Do you know how we, we, we access this battle? In 2011, we did a 100-day prayer program. We locked in in a compound. We prayed round the clock for 100 days. At that time, God exposed the fact that there are people among us that are not truly human. There are people among us that are different creatures and our world is changing right in front of us. Most Christians are not aware because how are you going to access deep spiritual stuff if you cannot even pray, if you cannot spend time with God? So we, we just need to pray for God to show us mercy. That's, you know, our generation needs mercy. That's, what, that's our focus right now. We pray every day and we cry out for the world that God will show us mercy. Yes. And pe- wake people up that they can see the truth before it's too late, you know? The issue is not whether... God can come and get us out. He will. The issue about this is that how many people are going to live? How many people are even going to... If the rapture happens today, how many Christians are going to be raptured? Not very many. Because most Christians are living crazy lives, you know, and no unclean thing will enter heaven, you know. And one of the biggest deception that has happened in the church is the pre-tribulation rapture. Most people feel like God is going to rapture the church out before evil happens. Evil is already happening. That's a very that's a very new theological concept, yes, it, by the way. Like eighteen hundreds. Eighteen hundreds. And he God could choose to do that if he wanted to. No, the but Jesus Christ suffered. So why would we not suffer? He no, the tells Bible us, actually says it. He says it that in this world we will have, have tribulations. tribulation. Yes. Right. If you read in the book of Matthew, Matthew twenty four, twenty nine, it actually says after the tribulation of those days. If you look look uh Luke twenty one Matthew 21, Mark 13, Luke, Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. You will see there that the rapture doesn't happen before tribulation. It happens after tribulation. If you read the book of Revelation, you get to Revelation 14. It actually shows how God in his mercy prepares the earth. And on Re- Revelation 14, 14 is the rapture. It's described clearly. But so between now and when the rapture comes, we're going to go through a lot of tribulation. We're not going to go through the wrath of God. After the church is raptured, then God's undiluted wrath will be released upon these demons. God will remodel the world and will come back here to live happily ever after. 
The issue is that people need to be prepared, know the times, read the book of Revelation, read the book of Matthew 24, Luke, uh, Luke, Luke 13, Mark 13, Luke 21, and read the book of Daniel. Understand eschatology, know the times that we're in. That's right. In fact, Revelation 2 and 3 gives you a detail of God telling the people how we should get ourselves prepared for what's coming. So if you are prepared, then you will not be, you will not be consumed. So that's my prayer for the church, that the church will wake up. And yes. People that are in church, people that have been given the grace to speak to the church, wake up yourself so you can wake up other people. Yes. You know, so God will show us mercy. That's all I can say, you know. So, yeah, that's just, you know, it's a lot. Yeah. But we're praying and believing God that God in his mercy would see our generation through. And make sure that a lot of people know and they are prepared so that they are not captured. Yes. You know. But at the end of the day, God will win. At the end of the day, there will be a great reset. That great reset will be done by God. Right. Not by the devil. That's right. And that is where we're thankful for. Yes. Oh, I'm thankful for you. I'm thank you for coming on the show and sharing your thoughts and blessings upon you. We'll put the links to everything in the show note so people can find you. They can follow you. They can. But I just want to reiterate what you said, Dr. Sella, in that the most important thing in this hour, in this day, is that you are in the Word of God, that you know Jesus as your Savior, that you repent of your sins, that you turn away so that you will not be ashamed on the day when your Father returns. Yes. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. From aspiring musicians to church worship teams, theworshipinitiative.com has resources for everyone. The Worship Initiative is an online training resource to help you learn and lead top worship songs with in-depth instrument tutorial videos, chord charts, and more. Alongside instrument training, we have devotionals for every song and training videos on how to be an effective worship leader from voices like Shane and Shane, Phil Wickham, John Piper, Ben Stewart, and more. Only at theworshipinitiative.com. Start learning and leading your team now by using the code SPARK23 for your first month free. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Philip, and I would love to connect with you there. <laughs>